Okay, now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. <laughs> um, I would like to say something first that introduce yourselves is literally the size of my middle finger on here blown up. So I'm Ailey. I'm Beth. <laughs> and you never introduce yourself. You always skipped right over it. You're I like, did not I skip over it this time. I was only pointing because. it out. Okay, I can... Can y'all see that on here? Like, because we're live on TikTok again. How big it is because Haley. Jump in. Jump out. Does not. Introduce yourself. Follow my script. <laughs> okay. Okay. What are your comments? Um, I'm glad you're here. Woohoo! Yay. Um, that's it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. You look lovely today. I look like a trash bag. No, you don't. No, you don't. Ooh, it's fine. It's fine. I throw on some jeans. <laughs> I have noticed, though, because I've not been wearing makeup much, like, for the past two years. Uh, yeah. Um, and the last time I bought makeup, you couldn't get it, like, tested, so I just bought, like, the same color mm-hmm. when I put it on today. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it, like, the summer? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so bad. I was like, um. It's fine. And let me just put some stuff on my neck. It's fine. <laughs> blend, just blend it out. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm super glad to be here. I we we had a long week. We weren't sure this was gonna happen, but I'm like, you know what? No, we have set our goals that we talked about last week. We're making it happen. Yes. So here we are. Mine is not gonna be the greatest today because it was very very early this morning that I wrote it. Um, so I had so many that I couldn't pick one. I got so excited about the bonus episode I did too. So like all my focus went to that bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And so when I finished that, I was like, oh, I need to do my actual murder. And um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't know which one I want to do. I don't know. Like I couldn't pick. I finally picked yesterday and like sat down at work and everyone was like, what are you doing? I was like, I murder. And they're like, what the? What? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry don't about it. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about mine. I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Wait, well, warning. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to follow the script. You need to fix this. What? Oh, Here. is that better? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Warning. Someone dies. Murdered. They get murdered. Unalived. Retired from living. All that. You did to Jesus. You did to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, colorful language. Spicy. A little spicy. Well, a little, a little spicy, spicy nugget. Yeah. So We're if, trying. Um, if you are sensitive to that kind of thing, or if you have little baby ears. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Not, it's not for you. That's okay. It's okay. Um, now, let's let's play rock, paper, scissors. I'm following the damn script today. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, ready? <laughs> rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. Yes! Mm, I hate yeah. it. Oh, son of a bitch! I hate it so much. Okay, but I like, I never win. Mulligan. What is the... I'm a sore loser. <laughs> what is the count now? I think I have three and you have one. One now. But um, that's because we started over because I was killing you so bad Oh my God, before. it was terrible. It was terrible. Haley wins. Beth is a sore loser. <laughs> Beth is pissed. <sighs> Sorry, I'm tightening my thing. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? ready. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, oh, can we talk about um real quick? These should have been in the notes. Um, you know what I've been doing for the past twenty four hours? What? Cleaning up blood. From your husband? Yes, yeah, so my husband had surgery again. 
That was surgery number three. We have um, two, possibly three more. Yeah. Um, and I'm over it. I'm really over it. Okay, so, yeah. like, don't let your husband get by a car. It really sucks. Um, you know. Yesterday was facial surgery, so they went in and repaired everything that had been crushed in yeah. his face, um, as well as opened the forehead back up because, you know, in the trauma, because it was the trauma, they just kind of threw it back together. Yeah. And so, wherever those bones... They weren't fusing. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. So they fixed that. They fixed the orbital bone. They fixed all the cavities inside. Um, I mean, no nose job, though. Well, you know. No, they said, they said, we'll do a nose job later. And I'm like, no, we won't. <laughs> no, we, no, we're not. So it's fine. Just don't worry about the nose. This is it. Yeah. So well, um, we've been cleaning up blood clots. I had to take them out with my fingers. And I don't do gross. blood. Yeah, that's gross. Mm-mm. No, he splattered blood on me yesterday. In recovery, and um, I started to get hot and had to take my shirt off because I was like, I'm going to fucking vomit is what's going to happen. Um, see, I can do my blood. You can tighten it like this little thing right here. I did. Oh. It's my cord, I think. Sorry. Well, um, so I can do your blood. Mm-hmm. I can do everyone else's blood. But God forbid my blood get outside of my body. That is <laughs> not okay. Uh, nope. Nope. I can wipe an ass. I can pick up your vomit, Mm -mm. but if you come at me with some blood and it's got that, it's that dark blood, the cloudy blood. Oh, I just imagine it like starting to jellify and, um, I immediately start sweating. Yeah. Like I was freezing. I had a sweatshirt on, you know, the hospitals are always cold. Yes. That blood splattered and splattered on my hand. And I was like, I immediately start pausing and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, the lady was like, are you okay? Are you going to get dizzy? I'm like, no, I just have to take the sweatshirt off. It's getting really fucking hot in here. It's hot. Yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> well, nope. I mean, that's your job. Oh, oh you're right. So <laughs> You're kind of right. No. Can you so. imagine if I puked every time I saw blood? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was me yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Right. So this morning, nobody was there to help me. So I literally had to dig out blood. Like, you know how, like, you start to take out a long booger and, like, it won't come out because it keeps flinging back up in there, mm-hmm. but it's like a blood clot. So I had to take my fingers and start rotating them in a circle so it would hopefully wrap around my fingers. <laughs> so I quit. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I'm ready. Let's let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. First of all, What's can I just say that on the um, live video, you can see Brody just licking himself at the bottom. <laughs> You're <laughs> just, welcome. Just going to doubt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, one more side note, and I swear I'm done. I swear. Okay. Can we talk about the Super Bowl halftime? Oh. Did sure. you watch the halftime? No. <gasps> oh, I'm my god. I'm a horrible gosh. person. I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. I didn't really care about the game that much. You know, we like college football. Yeah. Um, But all of the main characters of my teenage life were Ooh, there. Oh, everybody was there. Uh, when Slim Shady came out, I was just as excited as I was when years ago during the Super Bowl, um, Destiny's Child popped out of the floor. Yeah. And I peed in my pants. <laughs> Eminem came out and I was like, God bless. He looks just as good. He does. At, like, he looks better now than he did then. 50, I'm like. 50 cents a dollar. He's a whole dollar. <laughs> but like Dr. Dre, I mean, uh, Mary J. Like she is in her, what, 60s wearing this little baby cheetah suit. And I'm like, I mean, get it, sister. What so, the hell? I saw the meme that said, like, do you remember when we were younger and all of the halftime shows were, like, super old people and we're like, why are they on here? That's and, why. And now we're like, yeah! I mean, I was standing up rapping the whole thing with them. I uh-huh. was so excited. It was, I, I literally lived in that moment. 
I I'm, if they had I'm, Ludacris, it would have been like you know Ludacris is my number one. Yeah, he Ludacris, is, yeah. Eminem, Carrie Underwood, and Miranda Lambert. Those are my four. Well, you know, I'm sorry. If Luda would have been there, I I think I would have cried. Yeah. I cried when he came out at the Jason Aldean Luke Bryan concert years ago. Cried, yes. sobbed. I remember that. That sobbed. was wasn't that when I met you? Mm-hmm. The very first time I met you. Yeah. And I told Spence, I was like, you'll never marry her because she's going to put you in your place and it's not what you <laughs> need. Or, I didn't say it's much. not what you need. I was like, it's not what you want. Yeah. And then here you are. Well, somebody had to put him in his place. Yeah. But I I don't think any anyone else, I can pinpoint the day that I met them except for you. Because I was hammered. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. I was like, um, she's not going to listen to what you say, dude. dude. I disappeared at one point from y'all's group and <laughs> oh, went and yeah. drank moonshine with like the blind pig people. I remember that. And then I remember a paramedic had to come into the bathroom during the concert to make sure I was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was a classy bitch. Okay. Okay. Look, here and I here am. We are. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Years Ten later. years later. God. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. That was it. That was it. I'm ready. Are you sure? Because I'm going to start putting Haley's comments in bold yeah. under introduce yourself because I think you do that every time. Well, I just get like, there's things that I haven't told you all week that I want to tell you. And then you get so excited, but you cannot remember them when it says Haley's comments. Oh, correct. hundred percent. Okay. I'm going to put Haley's comments, <laughs> warning, rock, paper, scissors, Haley's comments. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll or like maybe today. I'll start like on my thing, <laughs> on my form, wh- whatever this is. Uh-huh. I'm going to start making a separate sheet with like, what do you want to tell Beth? <laughs> that I haven't talked. I mean, like During I've talked week. to you all week long, but there's, <laughs> you know, I don't like to text. Yeah. So like, During, I'm not texting that. During the week, you just need to add it in, mm-hmm. like make notes in your phone or something. Be like, this yes. is what I need to talk to Beth about. But yes. not, but I'm today. not going to text her about it because texting is stupid. Yeah. Well, so like, let's talk in person. We talk on the phone though. Yeah, but still. Like you even call I me. I like to see your face when you I even talk call to me, you. and you're like, "Um, I haven't talked to you today. What yeah. What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. Like, where are you at? Mm, what are you doing? Me. What's more important than me? Mm, what are you doing? I <laughs> just wanted to hear your voice. Okay, well. <laughs> I don't have anything to say right now, but I'll come up with it soon. Okay. <laughs> don't put me on the spot. You can't call me and be like, "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" And I'll be like, "Ooh, ooh, I don't. Nothing. I don't know what I ate for breakfast. I don't like, want nothing." Yeah, and then I see you, and I'm like. <laughs> Everything comes back. I just think it's the funny. world is right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, can I say um, Beth's ha- comments? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, can I say that I thought it was so funny last night the little skull emojis when I was like, "Yeah, I married up with Jordan" because like I definitely outpunted <laughs> my coverage there. Like Jordan is so much better than me. It's ridiculous. Stop. And then I was like. Yeah, so did Spence and Dave, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh. oh, oh, my God. Speaking of. Yeah. This has to do with the same thing you're talking about. This is what <laughs> I thought of it. Okay, so I was texting with one of my friends yesterday ask, asking about Spence, right? Yes. Kayla. You know, we've been friends since we were yeah. five. She goes, how's Spence? How's it going? You know, whatever we're talking. She said, well, happy Valentine's Day to you. I said, girl, it's real intimate Valentine's Day over here. She goes, that Taco Bell gift card ain't sounding so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> And I there is a skull emoji too. Oh God! So if you aren't aware, one year my husband, um, God bless him, for my birthday, yeah. got me a Taco Bell gift card. A it was an expensive one too. Uh well, I want to say it was like fifty dollars of Taco Bell. I mean, that's like two visits for me. Let's be real. But still, yeah. Okay. Well, he, he got me a like Taco Bell dollars. gift card, a um cheesecake factory gift card, <laughs> which we don't have a cheesecake factory here. 
And he's like, I know you don't like the food at Cheesecake Factory, but I know you like the cheesecake. I'm like, you think I'm about to drive an hour and a fucking half to go get some fucking cheesecake? Like, I'm fat. Yeah, but like, no. So when the, no. And then something else, another gift card random. And I was like, so he just basically prepaid for food, right? That he's going to pay for anyway. Wow. Well, we all made fun of him forever. Um, we actually passed around the Taco Bell gift card for yeah. each. Well, then his birthday comes back around in April and I used most of the gift cards except for the Cheesecake Factory, put them in it in a birthday card and handed him the empty gift cards. <laughs> so I was like, happy birthday, loser. Well, you know. So now the Taco Bell gift card's a big thing. Well, I might get y'all a Taco Bell gift card. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, nowadays I'm like, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Taco Bell and Starbucks. <laughs> yes. And now I need help paying for my food. And Ulta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Whew, okay. All right, okay. I'm good. All right. Um, I feel like we should do another warning for this uh, live feed here because um, some new people have joined us. Um, this is a murder podcast. Someone's going to get murdered eventually in this podcast. Language is spicy. We're spicy. Yes. If you haven't followed us on TikTok, go to just another murder at just another murder cast on TikTok because as soon as we get enough followers, we're going to start going live there instead of my personal one. Well, you, if you weren't so damn popular, <laughs> no, <laughs> we wouldn't have to do this on your personal <laughs> one. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Shh. Okay, you're going first. Hand me your phone. Oh, yeah, you can have that. Okay, thank you. Okay, I found this on TikTok. Surprise, Did surprise. You? I think my last one I found on TikTok. The tickety tockety. The tickety tockety. But I um, re- I wrote, I recorded, I didn't record anything yet. Um, I wrote down who I got it from. Brandon Spam. Spam, like, the, like ham in a can? Yeah. Okay. Or it's Brandon's Pam. Oh. I don't, I don't know if it's Brandon's Pam or Brandon's Spam. But it was a boy, so I'm... Brandon's spam. I'm going with spam. Like his spam account. Yeah, not his it. Pam account. Not <laughs> not Pam's account not for Brandon. Not Pam who loves Brandon. Okay. But Brandon's spam. <laughs> so I found it on his. So um, I, I, go find him, I guess, if you want to see where I got this from. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about Skylar Niece. Okay. She was born on February 10th, 1996, um, to her parents, Mary and Dave. It was David, but goes by Dave. Mm. Niece. And they live in Star City, West Virginia. On the morning of July 6, 2012, which is a Friday, Skylar's parents left early for work. And then her dad came home for lunch or around lunch. So I saw somewhere that her dad and her had plans for lunch. But then I saw that he just came home because she had to go to work. Okay. And needed his car. Okay. Um, she worked at Wendy's and her shift there started at 4. Um, when he got home, he couldn't find her in the house. She wasn't in her room. She wasn't in the house. He didn't know where she was. So he called Mary, you know, her mom, his wife, and was like, I can't find Skylar. And she's like, don't worry about it. She's probably out with some of her friends and just didn't tell us about it. You know, she's, she's a teenager. She's probably out doing stuff. Doing drugs and shit. Yeah. So, um, he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to worry about it. He called around to some of her friends, called her cell phone. Nobody had seen her. She didn't answer her phone. So he was worried, and his wife was like, stop. You're you're being too much. Like, Mm. just wait until she's going to go to work at 4. She doesn't miss work. She'll be at work at 4. We'll call a couple of, like, 10, 15 minutes after 4 to Wendy's and get her on the phone and be like, you can't do that. You have to answer your phone. Right. You know, whatever. Well, they didn't get to make that phone call because when she didn't show up at four, Wendy's was like, where are you at? And they called her parents. Like, that's pretty good because I'm pretty sure if I didn't show up, my job would be like, hmm, whatever. That's not true. No, they'd but call they Jordan. Call they, they'd come get me. Yeah. 
They'd but, show up in the ambulance. But <laughs> and be like, Where's she at? <laughs> Where you at? Get in. Gotta go to work. Gotta go to work. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's work time. <laughs> um but look, I've had jobs. Like when you think about Wendy's, that's not a job that you'd be like if someone didn't show up, they'd be like, Okay, well, we need to go find them. You know what I mean? Right. But Wendy's did. So that was good. Um when they tried to call her friends again, nobody could get her. They were very worried. Then um, when her parents like started looking around the house, they noticed that the screen was off of her window. So, you know, you have never the good window screens. And then there was a chair or like a stool placed underneath the window. So it looked like she climbed out. She had climbed out. Um, they call. But why would she have to climb out? She's a teenager. Okay. Well, okay. Sorry. Okay. You know, listen, listen okay. to the story, Haley. Okay. Okay. So she, th- you know, they're officially worried now because mm-hmm. she's gone. So they call 911 and, you know, cops sent over there to meet with them. After they call 911, Skylar's best friend, Sheila Eddie, calls and said, um, I wasn't honest with you when I told you that I hadn't seen her. I saw her the night before. Um, she snuck out of the house. Um, to hang out with me and our friend Rachel, like the three of them were BFFs, hung out all the time. You already know about this. Maybe. Okay, sorry. I'd be so mad. Okay. So mad. Okay. Okay, whatever. But the three of them were BFFs. They hung out all the time. So Skylar climbed out of the window at 11 p.m. to go hang out with them, but they dropped her back at, at home, like not even an hour later, dropped her off at midnight. First of all, why would you go hang out with someone just for an hour? Isn't that weird? Yeah, but like being a teenager, if you sneak out, you want to get home. You want to get home. Oh, but see, if I'm going to get in trouble, I'm like. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm getting in trouble, so I'm no. going to have fun. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm going to be out later than midnight. Um. So anyways, the police, the Eddies, which is Sheila and her mom, and then Mary and Dagnese, they go door to door around asking, has anyone seen Skylar? Have you, you know, you have any information? Um, and then Mary remembers that the apartment complex that they lived in had just put in like security cameras. So they go um, to Where the they, at? they go to the um, security or to the apartment complex, and they're like, "Yeah, we have them." Um, and they let all of them in, so all of them crowd in and watch the security cameras. So around twelve thirty, it shows Skylar getting into a car. Um, they can't make out the type of vehicle. They can't make out the license So they have plate. like Walmart security cameras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pretty bad security cameras. <laughs> pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think like the landlord or whoever it was was like, that's an SUV. And someone else was like, it's a car. To me, it looks like a car. Right. That scared me. Okay. 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 Um, so anyways, they don't know what type of car it is or anything. So at this point in time, police believe that Skylar's a runaway. The video shows her calmly walking to the car, getting in the vehicle on her own. Like, it was clear that nobody came in and got her. Like, she willingly went with whoever these people were, right? Her two sketchy friends that came back and got her? No, because they they picked her up at 11 and dropped her off at 12. Why would they come back at 1230 and pick her up? To kill her? He's like, I hate everybody. Yeah, I don't trust a no you one. You should not be in a trio with friends. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Me, Beth, and Kara are breaking up. <laughs> Killing somebody. One of us has got to die. <laughs> Sorry, Kara. Sorry, Kara. We need the podcast. 
<laughs> We're like, this is the Haley and Kara podcast. <laughs> no. It's, no, that's why we said Kara got the gun. Sorry, babe. I was like, I, we killed Beth, but we still need to use your computer. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Okay. They, you know, she's a runaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so she's a runaway, but police contact the FBI because there was another missing person case like in the area and they thought maybe the two are related, but they're not sure. They decided they're not though, so you know. But anyway, they call the FBI in. Okay. Um the Phoebe. Yeah. Together the FBI and the police interview Sheila and they're like Tell me what happened. And she was like, I told you what happened. Same thing. We picked her up at 11. We hung out less than an hour. We dropped her off at the, or down the street from the house because mm-hmm. she didn't want to wake her parents up when she snuck back in. Um, you know, like, I, we haven't seen her. Sheila's a lying-ass, trifling-ass hoe. You don't know. I don't like Sheila. So police tried to interview Rachel because it was the three of them, right? Rachel sounds sketchy. So Rachel had just left for a church trip. Of course she did. So she left for a church trip on the 7th. She told him she had not heard about Skylar's disappearance. That The day before on the 6th, she was at the lake with her mother and then left first thing on the 7th. She went to church camp to repent for her sins <laughs> of killing her friend. Of killing her friend. Yep. Um, Rachel it, like the, told the exact same story as Sheila. Like there was no... Because they discussed it. Okay. All right. Would you stop ruining my story? Okay. God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Fuck these friends. Right? Yeah. It gets worse. Um, but the exact same story as Sheila. Like, to the T, exact mm-hmm. same story. We went to Skyler House at 1130 <laughs> and picked her. Uh, yeah. It's okay, a robot. Um, Skyler, or no, Rachel agrees to come in and meet with the police after she gets back from church camp. Because she's at church camp. She can't be bothered to leave, even though her friend is missing. <laughs> She'll come in when she gets back. Don't come at me with this drama bullshit about somebody being missing. I have got to repent. I need Jesus, okay? Uh-huh. Singing all of him up. <laughs> so, everything's pointing to Skylar being a runaway, so they don't issue an Amber Alert. So, at this point... Wrong. In time, right? At this point in time, Amber Alerts are only issued for abducted children. So, since she's a runaway, she's not abducted, she does not meet the requirements for an Amber Alert. Horse, horse balls. Right. Skylar's parents don't believe that she's run away. Um, it's not something that she would do. She left her phone charger at the house. She left her contact lenses at the house. The window was still... I did that. Um, she left the window open at the house. The stool was underneath there. Like, it was obvious to them that she was gonna come home and that something had happened. Mm. Um... You know, she had had, like, the normal troubles that kids do, like, gotten in trouble for, like, stupid stuff, like breaking curfew, but nothing that would make her want to run away. Run away. Right. Um, police start looking into different leads. I told you about they believed it may be um, related to a missing person's disappearance, and then they also believed that it may be related to several bank robberies that have been happening in the area. So one occurred a month before Skylar went missing, and then the next one happened, like, 10 days after one of the suspects of the robbery um, had a brother that went to school with Skylar like they were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he had also dated Sheila before. Of course he did. Of course. Fucking Sheila. He was interviewed, but nothing ever came of it. Like, they, he was a suspect, and, you know, they couldn't link him to the disappearance at all. 
So mm-hmm. let's let's talk about this friendship a little bit. They had gotten in trouble for breaking curfew, smoking weed, drinking, like you know, teenage things that you shouldn't be doing. Okay. Okay. No, okay. I'm okay. just thinking. Go ahead. Okay, cool. I'm focusing. So they had gotten in trouble for that. It's not so far fetched that maybe something bad had happened and the girls freak out and left Skylar behind. A lot of people were thinking overdose, like she overdosed on something. They freaked out and left it, you know, left them behind. Um, some of the students at their school defended Sheila and Rachel. They're like, she would never, like, they would never leave Skylar behind. If something bad had happened, they would have gotten her help. They would have called for help. We don't know. Even Skylar's family defends the girls and asks the police to stop harassing them. Two's company, three's a crowd. Okay, are we yeeting out Kara? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I know, but. <laughs> But I'm just saying. Um, so September when you're teenagers, there we go. When you're teenagers, I, two's companies, three's a crowd. When you're teenagers, as you get older, you're like, listen, I'm lucky if I have if I, I, have, I have two I other have friends. Two friends. <laughs> get two. on my level. Woo. <laughs> Party. All right. So September third, two thousand and twelve. So it's been what July, August, September. So two months. Mm-hmm. Police finally get a warrant. It took them that long to get a warrant um, so that they can look at, like, the text messages, all the I am stuff from Sheila and Rachel. What and year was Skylar. this? 2012. Okay. So they didn't have, like, AIM like we did. No. Okay. No. Um, they had some Twitter, though. <laughs> <laughs> some Twitter. Some tweeters. tweeters. Um, so they also decide we should take a better look at that surveillance tape. You know, the one that shows Skylar leaving at 1230. The one you should have taken a better look of in the beginning? Yeah. when they Was re- Skylar the prettier friend? When they reround... Was she rich? When they reround the tape... Okay. They noticed that something's missing from the tape. Surprise, surprise, it doesn't show Sheila and Rachel picking Skylar up at 11, like they had said. They didn't notice this in the beginning? Nope. Took them two months. <laughs> Wow. Um, wow. It also doesn't show Skylar leaving, or it doesn't show Skylar leaving at all until 1230. And then police find security cameras, like, from around, like, businesses and things like that, that show that the timeline that Sheila and Rachel have given them are not correct. Ooh. Somebody's lying. <laughs> so even with the timeline off, though, it doesn't explain what happened to Skylar. Sheila Her was... Friends. Her fucking friends. I told you that on day one. The day she fucking disappeared. And Rachel went to fucking church camp. Fuck them. Sorry. Dang, my language. I'm just letting out a lot of anger. Okay. Mm, sorry. Okay. I've been cooped up. <laughs> I've been at home for too long. Yeah. Um, so, it doesn't explain what happened to Skylar. Like, why is she dead? Okay, some or of my comments I'm going to say to you on your replies are some of the comments from everybody else, too. I'm just going to, it's going to seem like I'm taking credit for it, but somebody said, how did they literally, did they just literally not use basic brain power? No, <laughs> that's like us. Two months. Basic brain power. Two months. Two, it took two months. So brain power was somewhere. They just had to find it. They just had to look for it. Yeah. They had to call somebody in, figure it mm-hmm. out. Even the FBI took them two months. Yeah. But I will say, like, I think this is a small town. For, first of all, we live in a small town. Yeah. Our so small we get town it. Is way, bi- way better than that. Mm-hmm. But I, they were probably like, she's a runaway. Like, why do, 
It's they like live in this small podunk town. She done gone somewhere. She, she ran off. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, whatever. She'd be That's back. Probably what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. So Sheila is still very active in the search for Skylar. Like, you know, because she came over that day that they realized she was missing and then helped search like door to door, seeing if anything had happened. Yes. Also probably steering them away from where her body might be. She helped pass out flyers. Mm -hmm. She inquires about the investigation. Of course, that's what they do. According to the FBI, they insert themselves. It's okay. Sorry. 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 Do you want to, you want to tell the story? No. I'll be quiet. (laughs) She, um, Asked, she called the niece family, so Skylar's family, every day and asked about, you know, information about the case. So much so that the police are like, don't give her any information. Please Ooh. don't tell her anything. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Um, Rachel, though, she tries to get as far away from this as possible. She doesn't visit Skylar's parents. She doesn't do anything to help the search. She's just like, Skylar, who? <laughs> what? What? She's like, oh, that's unfortunate. But, like, I have things to do. Yeah, true. I gotta go to church. <laughs> yeah. So, with the help of text messages and videos, police are finally able to get, you know, like, the text messages saying, yeah, something good happened. Um, I literally paint pet portraits. I'm not even half intelligent, but those police, what even? <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> okay, that is from M. Used on TikTok. Thank you. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Um, so, with the help of like the text messages from their phones that showed that they were texting back and forth, police are finally able to get Rachel to change her story. She says what she had told him before wasn't true, that the trio had gone out that night. Um, but at some point in time, Skylar freaks out, jumps out of the car, and runs into the woods. They looked for her, but they couldn't find her, so they left and went home, and they didn't tell anyone about it because they didn't want to get in trouble. But she doesn't know what happened to her. She doesn't know what happened to Skylar. Like, for all I know, Skylar ran off and is in Mexico. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know. When Rachel changes her story, Sheila calls and admits, like, yeah, we lied. I also lied. Ew. Um, guess how close their story matches up now? Not close at all. Their close stories again? perfectly match up. Like oh to God. the T. Like if I told you tell them one, two, three, you tell them one, one two, 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 three, go. <laughs> um <laughs> that's gonna come back later and that's so funny to me. Um, but anyways, go ahead. You don't have to go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having Give a yourself permission. I'm having a strike over here. Just excuse me. Just excuse me. I didn't. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I didn't sleep last night. Oh, preach it. Um, oh, you're busy saving lives, though. <laughs> you have a legit excuse. You were busy saving a life. Yeah. Making yeah. a life more tolerable. Yeah. Okay. So everything actu- matches up like perfectly. Mm-hmm. And police are like, can y'all take a polygraph test? Like, you lied to us once. Will you take a polygraph test? They both agree. Sheila, you think she passes or fails? She fails. Rachel passes. She fails the fuck out of hers. Oh. Rachel is set to, or Sheila fails the fuck out of hers. Rachel is set to take hers, is on the way there with her dad, jumps out of the car and runs away and doesn't take it. Oh. Okay. She said no. No. No, Mm, thank you. Not doing it. So Rachel's behavior and more so her mental status just gets like worse and worse and worse. Uh Eventually, Rachel's mother says that she can't handle her. 
she needs help. So Rachel's parents were divorced, and Rachel's father agrees to move in with them to help out so they can, like, tag team taking care of Rachel. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Rachel is pissed when she finds this out. Apparently, her father was, like, her safe haven. She could go to his house to get away from her strict mother. So if he's going to be, you know, living with them, she can't do that. Yeah. Dad's a good cop. Yeah, so they argue, her mom and her argue, and eventually the argument turns physical, (gasps) and then eventually Rachel barricades herself in her room and threatens to kill herself. The entire time this is going on, she's on FaceTime with Sheila. Of course. Yeah. I need to know who the mastermind is. Um, So Rachel's mom calls police. Rachel's taken to a mental hospital. Sheila tries to get in twice to see her, but they don't let her in because Rachel's parents are like, no, only family. Like, only me or her dad. Don't let anyone else in to see her. Uh, oh, Sheila breaks in, doesn't she? No. This is, <laughs> this is not a movie. Well, it should be. It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so, January tur- 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 January 3rd, not turd, January 3rd, <laughs> turd. 2013, okay. Rachel is released from the mental institution. Okay. Her family takes her straight to their lawyer's office. Um, police have set up a polygraph test for her there. Oh. They want it done right away before she's able to talk to Sheila at all. So a few questions into the interview. Guess what Rachel says? I did it. We stabbed her. I knew it. I know you knew it. Everyone knows you knew it. We all know you knew it. I knew it. I knew it. No. I knew no it. No one is confused about the fact that you knew it. I knew it. I'm a little annoyed about the fact that you knew it, but no one's confused. Like, I'm really searching to see if I did this podcast before. You didn't, because I searched to make sure. Okay, because I, I don't know where I think I found this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I searched. Okay, good. Okay, good. Um. So, everyone is shocked. Like, once she comes out and it's like, we stabbed her, everyone's like, what? Saying what? What? <laughs> Come again? Um, everyone up until this point believed that Skylar had overdosed and that it was all an accident. And then they freaked out and left her. That wasn't no, it. Nobody thought that they had murdered her. Nope. So, Re- Rachel tells police that they had planned Skylar's murder during science class. The plan was to pick her up drive her out to the woods, count to three, and then stab her to death. One, two, three. Ah! Okay. Rachel goes on to tell police they left um, They left Sheila's house prepared. They had knives, bleach, clean clothes, no. clean towels, and a shovel in the trunk of the car, like a little murder kit. No. She and Sheila picked Skylar up that night. Skylar initially did not want to come out with them because they had had an argument. I think she had actually had the argument with Sheila, but they had kind of like all gotten a little tiffed. But eventually they talked her into it and she agreed. Um, they picked her up at the house. Um, they took a back road or they went to a back road just inside Pennsylvania, which is where they had been before to smoke weed. No. Um, Rachel and Sheila tell Skylar they had both forgotten their lighters. Skylar turns around to get her lighter out of the car. Sheila counts to three. One, two, three. And then they start stabbing her. They left her in the woods, didn't they? They had hidden knives in their hoodies. Skylar tried to run, but she didn't make it very far. Attempting to defend herself, she was able to get the knife and managed to cut Rachel which Rachel's mom noticed that she had a cut on her 
the day after when they were at the lake. No. And she went to whatever, but she didn't know. I mean, she didn't know anyone was murdered at this point. Oh. Um, Sheila keeps stabbing Skylar until Skylar, in their words, her neck stopped making gurgling sounds. No. Yes. Nope. Um, they then it's not in there. Okay. Okay. I'm just organizing. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, they then attempt to bury her, but because where they were was near a creek, the soil was hard and rocky, so they settled with covering her with rocks, branches, and dirt, and then they cleaned themselves up and went home. And that's it. So Rachel took police to the scene of the accident, um, but it had recently snowed. It is in Pennsylvania, so it had snowed a lot. Rachel's unable to pinpoint the exact place where Skylar is buried, and they only have Rachel's words... Um, they don't have any, like, actual evidence at this point. They only have, like, her admitting to the murder. And because she has lied to them several times, they want, like, physical evidence. Uh, yeah. You know. The circumstances. Yes. Circumstantial is just not going to work for her. So they she's a trifling ass. Oh! Sorry. So they set um, so surveillance sorry. up in Rachel's room, and they set up a meeting with Sheila. Like, they invite Sheila to come over. But it doesn't give them any information. They just act like nothing's happened. So January 4th, Police serve Sheila and her family with a warrant, and they seize every knife in her house in Sheila's car. Mm-hmm. January 8th. How old are the girls at this point? 16. Ew. January 8th. Sheila tweets, staying at home on Tuesday is the best because law and order SUV is on all day. Life was normal for her at this point. You're under investigation for murder, but she's still tweeting like nothing's going on. She well, don't mess up law and order. Do not come in the way of law and order. I don't care that I killed my friend. I have to watch law and order SUV. <laughs> I have not seen this episode yet. Okay. Jeez. Like, can you, I don't even think I could watch law and order about murder knowing I had done that. Mm. I would vomit every yeah. time. Yeah. I couldn't post on Facebook. Like, nope. I would go crazy. No. Nope. Kind of like Rachel did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but faster. So, January 16th, police returned to the site um, that Rachel had showed them, and a canine finds skeletal remains under a pile of branches. Like, I think that is pitiful. You didn't even bury her, which I know they said it was hard, but you didn't even bury her. You didn't, like, have respect for her enough to do that. No. You considered no. her your best friend, and you didn't have respect. No, they were jealous. Yeah. So, police continued to try and get evidence to link Sheila to the crime without her knowing that Rachel had given them up. So they're trying to do, like, this in secret. Mm -hmm. um, they're worried, you know, that Rachel's not, her word's not going to hold up in court. They want physical evidence. Yeah. So news reports eventually come out that bones had been found, but they don't say anything specific, like the age, the sex, or that they think that it's Skylar, just that bones are found. Either way, Rachel would know at this point that the bones had been found because she knew where they had left her. Um, Skylar's parents are made aware of the findings that it's not confirmed Skylar, but they're pretty sure that it is, but don't tell anyone, like, don't tell anyone that, you know, that we think that this is Skylar. Like, right. Just, just whatever. Um, Rachel and Skeela, Skeela, Skeela. I, don't, I don't know who Skeela is, Skeela. but Rachel and Sheila are homeschooled. Um, oh, because, you know, they had started back their junior year, but, mm -hmm. um, everybody thinks they're murderers. Yeah. Because they are. And, you know, like, the kids are being too mean to them, so they get homeschooled. Poor kids. 
Right. Poor girls. <laughs> Why are we letting somebody be a mean to them? Right. Yeah. It's, they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But through all this, their social media media accounts like don't seem like they're worried about it at all. Like I've looked at their social media accounts, like their Twitter accounts, and I'm like, you just tweeted like, and they're still on there. Yeah, I'll show. Wow. I'll show you. Um, it's ridiculous. On February 10th, Rachel tweets, um, "Happy birthday, Skylar," and then later that night, she tweets, "I hate the shit I think about at night." On March. Good. Yeah. On March 13th, the body is officially identified as Sheila. No, not Sheila, as Skylar. Sheila tweets, rest easy, Skylar. You'll always, in capital, be my best friend. Rachel Prost, rest in peace, baby. Um, I love you and miss you more than anything. May you finally have justice. And Sheila tweets, worst day of my life. So you're tweeting about her like you're so sad that she's gone when you did it. Mm-mm-mm. It's the worst day of your life that her bones have been found because you know you're going down for murder. Mm-mm. Is what I get from this. Mm-mm. April first, two thousand and thirteen, at one thirty-seven tweet. Tweet. Look, Some bullying is okay as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So at one thirty-seven, Sheila tweets. You want to guess what this tweet is? It's horrible. FTB. We really did go on three. <gasps> you tweeted that you went on three. Like, that is your confession murder tweet. What are you thinking? I mean, like, you shouldn't be murdering your friends. But then you're going to brag about it? Like, what is that? I'm uncomfortable. Yes. So during all this, please continue the investigation. It seems like it's taking a really long time because it is a couple of months, but I totally get it. I feel like you screwed the pooch to begin with. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. So now they're trying to make it better. And I, like, I, I totally get it. Having not been on the law enforcement side, because I've never been in law enforcement, but working at the sheriff's office when they're trying to solve a murder investigation and they're like, we know you did it. We know we, you know, we know that this person did it, but if I arrest them now and I don't have the evidence, then they're going to get free. So they're trying real hard to get all that evidence in, right? Yeah. Totally get it. So they continue their investigation. They search for every piece of evidence to make sure that the girls are convicted. Con- convicted. What is going on? <laughs> what is this? I think my brain is reading faster than my mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so I'm like putting You do all that the all the time, though. But it's worse right now. But like you know your story. That's good that you know your story. Yeah, you know. Um, so in Sheila's car, they had found blood on the seats. You know, they had to send it off. It finally comes back as Skylar's blood. Mm. So May 1st, Rachel turns herself in. Like, she's been cooperative with them the entire time. It's done everything they've asked her to do, been cooperative. She turns herself in. She pleads guilty to murder and agrees to testify against Sheila during the trial. The state agreed to recommend 20 years for second-degree murder, um, but she's shot as an adult. Also, so they live in West Virginia, and they killed her in Pennsylvania. So she could be trialed twice. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. But with this plea deal, Pennsylvania, I guess it's West Virginia that does it, and Pennsylvania agrees not to try her. Try her. Okay. Because she pleaded guilty. Okay, got it. Okay. 
So police know that the news of Rachel surrendering is going to be out soon, and they want to arrest Sheila as soon as possible. So they before she takes off, they flip it lights and sirens and drive to. They went to Sheila's house first. She wasn't there. They found out she was at the Cracker Barrel. They arrested her in the Cracker Barrel parking lot while she was eating with her mom, and she was like, "Mom, is everything going to be okay?" Like freaked out that she's getting arrested. Honey, you killed your friend. You haven't been worried this entire time. Now, all of a sudden, it's real to you, and you're freaking out. Mm-mm. Ridiculous. No. No, no, no. Um, But at this point, Sheila is still considered to be a minor. So even though Rachel's name is going to be in the paper, because she's going in as an adult. Yeah. Because she agreed to that. She's bad. Rachel or Sheila? Well, both, but I don't like Rachel. Okay, I don't like Sheila. Um, but Rachel agrees, and so she's going to be printed, or she's going to be trialed as an adult, so her name can be printed in the newspaper. But Sheila, at this point, is still a child. Yeah. So she can't have her name printed in the newspaper. Right. But everybody knows. They know. They all knew before, Mm -hmm. but they know now. So. So. It's out. Might as well print it. I know something you all know. Very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so September 4th, Sheila is officially swapped to be trialed as an adult, so her name can finally be released to the papers. She pleads not guilty on the 17th, and they set her trial for October 22nd. When she was in court on the 17th, she smiles. She doesn't look worried. She's just like, it's another court date. No big deal. No. Sheila's oh, if I was that judge, I'd be like, you better get that smirk off that stupid-ass little face of yours, little girl. I, I watched, will slap it off I for you. I watched a video of, like, her coming in and sitting down. So it's, like, this 16, 17-year-old girl sitting in orange jumpsuit. She's got her hands cuffed in the front, you know, and does not look worried at all. And she's surrounded by all these men in orange jumpsuits. And, like, I'm like, I wouldn't care if I knew 110% I was innocent and had nothing to do with it and had proof. And I just had to come up here and be like, it wasn't me. And the judge would be like, it wasn't you. I would be so nervous. So nervous. And she's just like, she's whatever. Like, look at this attention I'm getting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody knows my name now. <laughs> yeah. um, so Sheila's attorney sh- um, want, like, has, has some things that they want. They want the case moved. Totally get that because of the attention. Um, they want Rachel's testimony suppressed due to her mental health issues because, you know, if Rachel testifies, then clearly I'm guilty. Yeah. So I don't want you to be able to testify. Yeah. Please don't Um, tell on me. Right. Also, I would like bail because I don't want to be in prison. So Mm -hmm. if you could let me out, that would be great. She has a lot of demands. Um, and I would also like my trial to be pushed back because I haven't had enough time to prepare. Um, the judge denies all of them except for he does agree to move the trial back. Because okay. you have a right to a fair and speedy trial, but you also have the right to, like, get ready for your murder trial. Yeah. Um, after, so they have a pre-trial hearing on January 24th. Sheila acts very different at this one. She cries. She hangs on to her attorney. Mm. She's just very upset. And this is what gets me. Her attorney basically admits he can't come up with a defense for Sheila. Like, I have no way to defend her. Um, <laughs> Sheila does not apologize to the um to anyone, but her attorney recognizes Skylar's parents' sorrows. Not, I'm sorry I killed your daughter. I'm sorry you're sad. 
No, yeah. I recognize that you might be sad about this. Like, oh, that sucks. Mm. Yeah, so sorry. Oh, my so God. So, a guilty plea is entered, and the prosecution agrees um, to a sentence of 15 to life. But it's also the same thing as she can be trialed in both, and Pennsylvania is not going to go after her. Okay. All right? February 2nd, Rachel's sentencing begins. She apologizes. So, this is not Sheila. This is Rachel. She apologizes to the parents. She cries when the details of the final moments are described. She doesn't cry for herself. She, like, admits that she's done wrong. She, like, she takes... Takes it more seriously? Yeah, takes it more serious, takes ownership that she fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, she is sentenced to 30 years for second-degree murder, and she's eligible for parole in ten, after 10. So the prosecution asked for 20. The judge gave her 30. Okay. Okay. Um, Sheila. It's okay. Um, So, Sheila um, is sentenced to life in prison with with mercy. Mercy? Which basically means she's eligible for parole. Okay. You okay? Yeah. So, she's eligible for parole in 15 years. Okay. And that was in 2013. Or 14 at this point. Okay. Um, but a 16-year-old girl has been murdered by her two best friends. Why? Why did they murder her? Um, she was the pretty friend. Everybody liked her more. She the had a boyfriend. <laughs> she was rich. The explanation given by Rachel, we just didn't like her anymore. We just didn't like her. Instead of, I don't want to be your friend anymore, go about your life. I don't like you anymore, so you need murdering. I don't like you. You need to be murdered. Isn't that ridiculous? Uh, so there's some speculations to going ar- around, like what's the real reason, okay. right? So some of the students say that Skylar had not been spending as much time with Sheila and Rachel, that she had seemed to be going back to her older friendships. So maybe they were upset that she wasn't hanging out with them as much. Yeah. Um, at one point, somebody even overheard Rachel say she wouldn't be upset if Skylar died. That still doesn't, like, you still don't go murdering people. Yeah. Um, Another explanation is on August 16th, 2011. So she was killed in 2012. August 16th of 2011. Skylar witnesses Sheila and Rachel having drunken sex. Okay. So she tells several people about it. She wrote about it in her diary. Um, Apparently, she even had some pictures and some videos. Like the the two together? Of Scott or Sheila and Rachel together, not with other people. Uh, yeah, okay. Sheila and Rachel together. Um, she had several pictures or videos of them, but that was a year before they murdered her. You know, like that. What? Yeah. Um, most people don't think that that had anything to do with it. Skylar had other openly gay friends. She doesn't care about who loves right. who. Like she does not care. Um. Sheila and Rachel had made jokes about being together before, about being lesbians. No one seems to care. Um, Sheila was known for being a little bit promiscuous. She even seemed to like that reputation. Um, like she was a hoe? Yeah. And like I said, they didn't kill her for another year or 10 months, but another, like almost a year. Um, most people believe that Sheila did use this to manipulate Rachel, though, because Rachel. Um, or Sheila seems to be the mastermind in the whole thing. Does um, she? She does. Am I the villain? 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So they said um, Sheila turned off her emotional connection. She felt justified in doing, doing it. Rachel did not accept that it was her fault. Yeah. Okay. No. Rachel accepts that it's her fault. Okay. Like at the trial. Okay. That's what what I read at least. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wasn't there. I don't know for sure. What okay. I read. Um, but so Sheila uses the fact that um, Skylar had like images of them involved in sexual relationships as a way to manipulate Rachel. Um, Rachel was very religious. She was in some uh, less than tolerant religious groups. And Rachel was also in a relationship. So if I'm... So like we can't have drunk sex because I'm in a relationship and everybody around me is very, very Bible Belt judgmental. Right. Okay. Um, You know, but, but we really don't know why other than they just didn't like her anymore. Like that, that there's never been a good reason other than we didn't like her. What a piece of Can shit. You, okay. Think about all the friends that you've had in your life. <laughs> that you just don't like anymore. That you just don't like anymore. Yeah, I can't do that. And then go mm-hmm. murder them. No. Mm-mm. Go murder them because we just don't like you anymore. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay. But this, this case, like as shitty as it is, some good things did come from this case. Okay. So the Amber Alert at the time had to meet four certain things to um, meet the criteria to issue an alert. Um, the child had to be abducted, mm-hmm. which she was not abducted. She went willingly. Mm-hmm. It had to be under 18. She was under 18. The child had to be in danger of death or serious injury. And there had to be significant information to indicate that the Amber Alert would be helpful. So I don't care that someone kidnapped my child. If I don't have enough information, they're not going to put the Amber Alert out. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. Um, but, um, oh, also at that time, 48 hours had to pass for a teenager to be considered missing. Yeah, that's that's really fucking dumb. It's not a thing anymore mm-hmm. at all. Um, Skyler's law was introduced and it modified West Virginia's Amber Alert. So with Skyler's law, an alert is issued for any missing child, regardless of whether the child is believed to be kidnapped or run away. It does not matter. They issued the alert. And I think that's great. Yeah. Um, so Sheila got sentenced, right? She's still in jail. Her next parole hearing is um, May 1st, 2028. So she could get out in 2028. Ooh, no, not a good idea. Skyler's parents have like vowed that they will be at every parole. Good. To be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no. No, it's mm. not, not mm-hmm. working for me. Um, Rachel, her next parole hearing is May 1st, 2023. So in a little over a year, she has a projected release date, which basically says like, this is the day she's going to be released as long as she's not released sooner because of her parole. And she doesn't like fuck up royally. Right. You know what I mean? Um, shut your mouth and sit still. Right. Mm -hmm. It is 430 of 28. Wow. She'll be out soon. Wow. So. Six um, more years. Yeah. And she killed someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do give it to her because I don't think that they would have really gotten all the information and, mm-hmm. like, been able to pin it to them if Rachel had not confessed. Like, maybe. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think if they had, it would have taken a long time. Yes. I still think it would have been like circumstantial. <sighs> because you can 
justifies. Yeah. Like Skylar's blood was in there. Okay, well, we were friends. Like she hung out. She, yeah. She cut her finger. Yeah. You know. Um, and if I, I just I just don't think that it would have. They would have actually been convicted if right. not for that. Um, I'm not saying that I like her. She's a horrible person. Um, but, you know, d- don't go killing your best friends. Just because you don't like your friend anymore, don't <laughs> go killing them. Like, yes. I don't understand. M. Use says, surprisingly, I'd be more concerned about Rachel being released than Sheila. Me, too. Well, I feel because like... Rachel can be manipulated yes. into... Um, you know, doing something else. Um, a l- so I've got a lot of the information. I told you I got it from TikTok. A lot of the information that I got, you know, from all the freaking websites. But one really in particular I wanted to sky it's Skylar Nieces or Skylar Niece Murder dot com. Okay. I have no idea who put this website together. It has so much information. It has so many pictures of like Skylar and Rachel and um, Sheila. Um, it has links to their Twitter accounts. It has links to Sheila's YouTube account. It's got so much information on there. I don't know who put it together, but you can very clearly see that that person hated Sheila. Rachel's fine, but they hate Sheila. And I'm like, come on, like, can't you hate them both? Yeah, I wonder if like it was the like a friend of the group. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody that's like completely delved into it. Yes. Um. What is the website called again? It is called SkylarNeeseMurder.com. Yes. Um, I guess check it out. Let us know what you see on there. Yeah. It's got a lot of information. Let me know if something that I read wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I um, come here. Um, I tried to put the information in as best as I could, but, you know, I get it from like 18 different places. Right. I love you. Um, so if. You know, I got something wrong. Please tell me. I'm not the person. Yeah, we always want to know. Yeah, I'm not the person that thinks I'm like great. Like no, I we, wasn't there. I didn't. We like to make sure that like try our best to put the correct information right? out. There. I don't want to give false information. Okay, have you checked our bonus episodes for this? Heifer, if you did this in a bonus episode, I went way more in depth than you did. Maybe I've heard it on a different one or something, and maybe like it's such a scary thing yes. that it sticks with you um so i know that they're not going to be able to see but i'll show you if it'll come up their pictures that is rachel i have seen that child she wanted to be on broadway well not now not now and this is sheila wow um something sketchy something i know this case wow why i know you know the case because you ruined it the whole way <laughs> sorry 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 um well no it's a really good case i really do like that case i've heard it but there was a lot of things i didn't know either you know what i mean yeah. i just feel like it sparked things that i remember no i totally get that um, um but it's terrifying it's uh, terrifying the fact that you could just go murdering people <laughs> man like, sheila looks like a royal bitch <laughs> <Does it laughs> yes. oh Let's my goodness um so apparently they had like other, um, they had other. How'd she get her hair to look like that in jail? Who who gave her a curling iron? But she got makeup on too, which I know you can like make. Oh make yeah, jail you can makeup. make jail makeup. But like, come on, come on. She's like so happy to be there. <laughs> Somebody said, I only just fell into this podcast and I love the back and forth. <laughs> we are all lo- always back and forth. No, Haley won't shut up. I know. <laughs> My, it's me. Okay, so my it's dad fun. is so mean. He's like, um, 
Haley won't shut up during your story. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I get too involved. I know, Dan. I, know. I get too involved. I know. Okay, I'm going to stay completely still for the bonus episode and not say a whole word. Um, yeah, so my dad's like, Haley just interrupts you the whole time and won't let you get out anything. And I'm like, that's like the whole point of <laughs> the two of us on the podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say a whole word during the next podcast. If you don't talk, though, I like I would be like, I got to give the people what they want. Who who's the people? I don't know. You're you're my you're, one whole dad, and you're uh, the girl that used to work with you. Oh, Amber, uh, she doesn't listen either, so yeah. it's cool. You're not cool, 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 cool. Are you so nervous right now? You're just cool, 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 cool. Everybody, everybody, remain calm. Everybody, remain calm. Okay, cool. Okay. Go. Oh, you're recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. I've been recording. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. <gasps> Haley's murder time. <laughs> I think I only caught the murder time off that. <laughs> okay, that's, that's, awesome. that's fine. Okay, All okay. Right. <clears throat> July 9th. July 9th. 2010. Livingston Parish, Louisiana. You know I love a parish. And th- there's only one state that has parishes. I know, but I love Louisiana. So it, I love so a parish. You just love that it whole sounds thing. fancier. It does sound I fancier. I live in the Livingston Parish. I live in a city or, or county. I'd rather live in a parish. I'd rather live in a parish, too. Okay. Yeah. Addis Police 911 received a frantic call from 44 year old Monique Kitts that said, Someone has broken into my home and she's absolutely losing her mind. They tried to calm her down, and they're like, is the perpetrator still inside? But she was just inconsolable. Okay. And um, couldn't a- couldn't answer their question. Um, she was with her two children, her 10-year-old little boy, Corey Jr., and her 18-year-old daughter, Corey. Dory. Not Corey. Dory. Dory. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, she kind of wanted to protect them. Um, she did walk inside at some point, um, saw that the husband was in the bed, but, like, didn't, like, mm, check it out too okay, much. Okay, wait. So, she wasn't home and came home? Correct. For lunch. Okay, okay. Um, so, this was around 1 o'clock. Okay. When police arrived, they found that the home was a hot-ass mess. She it was everywhere. And they also discovered the body of 40-year-old father and husband, Corey Kitts, dead from three gunshot wounds. One in the ear, one in the cheek, and one near the neck. Wait, were the kids at home with him? No, they were... They were with her? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Um, When they told Monique that he was dead um, and the kids, she was grief-stricken. Yeah. She was screaming. She, she was did crying. It, didn't she? And don't ruin my murder. She, I mean, you ruined mine. She did it. You don't know that. But with her kids? Like, did she take her kids and murder her husband? You don't know that. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Immediate sus. Yes. Immediate <laughs> sus. <laughs> okay. Monique and Corey had a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. They met while they were both working at Walmart when they were younger. Mm-hmm. They had their daughter, Dory. They got married and had their son, Corey. All in the meantime, Monique started her own daycare. And it grew so fast, she ended up having to move into like a bigger building. She was really popular around the okay, area. Wait. If they have a third kid, where are they going to name it? Dory, Corey... Shory. Nori. Mori. Murray. Mori. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so her business was booming, and Corey had landed a great job at this local plant um, in Lori. Baton Rouge. My aunt's name is Lori. How <laughs> bad am I? <laughs> oh. Okay. So he had landed a great job in um, at a local plant in Baton Rouge, just across the river. He was making like eighty to $100,000, so like money really wasn't an issue. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. What year is this? 
Um, this was 2010, but he had been there for years. So, yeah. like, that's really good. Yeah. That's great now. Yeah. So, um, they had even built their dream home recently in this fancy upscale neighborhood. Life insurance. Y'all, stop it. <laughs> and seem to, they just seem to have it all together. Mm-hmm. Investigation began. And, of course, questioning everyone, Monique, um, Monique was the first one, she, but she said she had left for work early that morning. Um, and mm-hmm. that Dory said she had left around 8.30, 8.40 and headed to daycare where she worked as well. Dory did tell the police something that kind of raised an eyebrow, though. She said that recently, Corey had told her about this red car that's been outside in the empty lot across the street. He told her, you need to be careful. It seems kind of sus- suspicious, like somebody's watching us. Okay. Um... But, of course, she just kind of blew it off like, Daddy, Some maybe somebody's just parked their car there, you know, which I think I would do the same thing. Like, maybe the neighbors have people over and they park their right? car. Right. Yeah. Like, who knows who it was. When the neighbors were questioned, one of the neighbors reported seeing a metallic SUV in the driveway the morning of the murder, but they weren't there very long. During the investigation, police did notice that for as torn up as the house was, there were still valuables left in plain sight, like the electronics, the laundry, and the okay, laundry. Okay, so when you said shit was everywhere, like someone had like came and ransacked the house. Not yes. like they're just messy people. Yes. Okay, like, I get it. I get it now. Yes, everything was on the floor. You know, it looked like a burglary, like on crack. Murder doesn't take long. So true. Mm, true. <laughs> true. Okay, so they noticed that there were still valuables. So the electronics, jewelry, there was still money in plain sight. His wallet was right near him. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of strange. Um, but so they thought, like, mm, this has got to be an inside job, right? Yeah. Then investigators brought in the new widow, Monique, and she had actually told them, Corey got home around 5.30 this morning before I went to work. I left and met my sister-in-law at the park because we like to go on the on walks in the morning. Okay. She had gotten back, and he was still awake, but he was in the bed. Um, and so they chatted for a little bit. Then she headed to work. Okay. So then they didn't return home, and like she brings the little the boy, he's ten. Corey, she brings him. Corey Junior brings him to work with her. Yes, but Corey's in the story going to confuse the shit out of you. So she had taken Corey with her to work, and then Dory ended up coming later. Right, she left. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you. Um, Dory um, said the same thing. They had so she came back home. He was awake. They talked a little bit. Then she went to work. She took Corey with her. Dory ended up coming later, and they weren't. They didn't return home until around one, a little before one for okay, lunch, yeah. right? They questioned separately. Dory said the same thing, but as I said, she left around eight forty instead of the six thirty that yes that the mama did. Um, and when she left, he was snoring. That's when she gave him the red car lead. Okay. Police determined that Corey was killed around eight forty five, as soon as the daughter left. So his concern about that suspicious red car didn't seem like just paranoia at this point. Yeah. Police also confirmed with the sister-in-law that they did go for a walk that morning. And she said, you know what? Monique was off that morning. She seemed nervous. She was constantly on her phone, texting, not paying attention to me. All this kind of stuff. So, so like you normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Police's theory was this was staged. But now it's time to... Investigate! investigate let's investigate they decided to start with the marriage so they were kind of digging in there it seemed like roses until monique's mom was like monique's mom and friends 
said the relationship had gone apart, had just kind of grown apart. Yeah. They actually didn't speak much anymore. Her mama even said it seemed like he was looking somewhere else for something else. Mm. And that two years prior to the murder, Monique had told her that people, that there had been many people that have, that have come to her and told her that he's having an affair. Right? Okay, yeah. So they questioned more people about it. But when Corey's oldest daughter, Courtney, from a previous relationship, told investigators, like they told her about it, she said, um, yeah. hold on. You might want to look into Monique. I've he- heard she's been having an affair. Monique has been having an affair. The wife. Not. And his oldest daughter, Courtney, yeah. is not Monique. But she said, no, 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 no. You want to look into her. No, right. Not my dad. On July 28th, they brought Monique in for a second interview asking about the marriage in which she says, we have a great marriage and nobody's having an affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they pulled Monique's phone records, which seemed to tell a different story. She had been in constant contact with two different men. Ooh. Ooh. Hussy. Mm-hmm. A little hussy. One was the milkman. Li- <laughs> the milkman. <laughs> no, like the milkman's baby. No, okay. the milkman. No, literally, the milkman. literally, she owned a daycare and he delivered the milk. The milkman. The milkman. <laughs> so the milkman. His name was David Johnson. Oh God! It had been rumored for years that they were having an affair, um, but never like confirmed. The other man was um, a phone company technician, Carl Howard. The two were also childhood friends. So David and Carl were also really good childhood friends. Yes. And Monique actually did both of their taxes. So I guess she runs a daycare, does ta- I don't know. I she don't does know. it all. She does it all. Taxes, daycare, murder. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> David was ruled out because he was actually like working at the time. Okay. Um, An alibi. And poli- police, are you ready? Are you ready? Is everybody ready? Police basically ruled out... Carl, because he was fat. <laughs> I swear to God. He's fat? I swear to God. How fat is he? Well, um, they said he was about, this is not me saying it, okay? They said he was about 428 pounds, and he couldn't really walk. Like, he waddled. They said waddled. Okay, he but waddled. I can't waddle on over and so murder they, someone. He was, they were like, he's way too slow for this to happen. <laughs> I see him coming with the gun. And yes! <laughs> Like, they literally said he's too fat to murder, right? So, they kind of, like, pushed him to the side, but, like, stay on our radar, right? You're too fat, but if we run out of other people and you lose some weight, we'll come back to you. We'll circle circle back around. We need to test your agility. Could you you waddle over there? We're not worried you're going anywhere. We got Cheetos. (laughs) Haley keeps dropping the Cheetos for the dogs. No big deal. It's fine. (sighs) Okay. But the police noticed that the three had had a large amount of communication up until the time of the murder. They dug a little more into the marriage after that, discovering that their finances weren't great after all. Hmm. Monique's mom started by blaming Corey, saying that when he started building his house, he had to have the nicest of the nice things for the structure of the house. How dare him want his house to be what he wants it to be. Yes. But then police came up and they were like, "Uh, hold on. She went through money like crazy when she started furnishing the house, which I get. Let her furnish her house. Right. And she had just like a shopping issue. Okay. Yeah. Like clothes and just bullshit. Even like they had been like, even when she said at one point, the only time we ever had discussions, it was he told me I needed to stay out of Walmart. At Walmart. 
You ain't even going to Target. <laughs> yeah. Ain't even going to Target. We could be we be going to Walmart. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some Walmart. <laughs> yeah. I can spend hundreds of dollars in the back to school section. Uh huh. <laughs> Office supplies, back to schools. I'm all about that life. What is that? Excuse me. Do y'all hear that? Are they like chopping down a tree? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, can you hear that on the podcast? Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear the tree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, w- I know. I can hear them. Yeah. They said they can't hear it. They can't? No. They said no. Sounds like a washing machine. It does sound like a washing machine. Yeah, I'm like, your washing machine's not on this side of the house. What the fuck is that? Oh, someone sent us something cool. Watch it. What? What is that? Someone sent us a galaxy? What? what is that? Oh, my God. Oh, someone else said, yes, they can hear it. So you can either hear it or you can't hear it. We don't know. We, but we should can pause hear it. for a second because what the fuck? Okay, keep going. Go. go okay. Investigators then asked Monique to come in for another interview. They started with Carl and said, she's like, I've done his taxes for four or five years. But when they asked, like, how often do you chat? She's like, ah, occasionally. And they said, you lying. You're trifling ho. Yeah. There are hundreds of texts around the time of Corey's murder. And she replied, I didn't realize it was hundreds. And they were like, you texted him right after you called 911. She was like, no, I didn't. I don't recall texting anybody anything. Honey, they have your phone records. Why are we lying? Why are you always lying? Mm-hmm. I don't have a good I don't know the words, so it's fine. Um, okay, so, but they continue to press on. Mm-hmm. They said, investigators were like, you called him three times between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. on the day of the murder. Three times. Mm-hmm. Okay. In one hour. Mm-hmm. Monique was like, well, because I hadn't heard from him, usually I hear from him all the time. I was trying to do his taxes. Mm-hmm tax season it's, it's past tax season, tax season. unless he filed an extension it's like it's tax June, season July. like uh, i was busy with the kids uh, you know like getting yeah, stuff together yeah stuff so she was immediately on the defense still like denying everything um but kind of getting annoyed with it and i'm like bitch you don't get to get annoyed okay but like it's real annoying that you're trying to accuse me of killing my <laughs> husband i mean i killed him but like could you not maybe she didn't you sh- mm. then they started with marriage questions again and she said Basically, we don't fight. We have a great marriage. We just have discussions sometimes. I discussed mm-hmm. how I was going to kill him. They were like, what kind of, what's your big, like, discussion y'all have? She's like, it's just about money. You know, he tries to tell me I need to stay out of Walmart. But, like, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I love me some Walmart. Mm-hmm. Then they asked her about his life insurance policy. And she's like, uh, they're like, you know, does he have a life insurance policy? She's like, yeah, like, I don't know how much it is. He took care of that stuff. She said, I haven't contacted them yet. But plot twist. Okay. Investigators had already contacted his insurance company. Oh, so they uh-huh. already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you know, that stuff's not even on my mind. That's fine because the insurance company told investigators she called us five days after the murder I asking for her money. And so investigators were like, no, put that on hold. She's a person of interest. I need my money. Yes. Yeah, so they're like, uh, you're lying. But I waited five days to call. So five, it's not five like... Five whole days. Five days. Yeah. So it was $549,000 for his life insurance policy. But she would also get his employer benefits, which equaled about $800,000. Yeah. Okay. Um, next, they brought in Carl. 
the fat guy. <laughs> the one they said couldn't commit murder because like, he was fat. Like, how do they bring him in? <laughs> yeah. He can get around. So he admitted to talking to Monique every day, but like, we're just friends. It's nothing. Like, we just talk. We like tell jokes. We talk about life, blah, 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 blah. And he had nothing else to say, but something did spark their interest. You want to know what? What? He arrived in this little baby red car. Huh. Like the one that was sitting across the street Hmm. from their home. Bum, bum, bum. He couldn't have done it. He's too fat. That's what they said. And they're like, oh, maybe we were wrong. Maybe he's not too fat to commit murder. (laughs) That is not a defense, sir. (laughs) Like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) It took your investigators two months to like watch a video. And it took (laughs) mine 30 seconds to realize he couldn't commit murder because he's too fat. Well, you know, it's it's hard. Investigating is hard work. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) Okay, so they pulled his phone records. Not only was he in contact with Monique, but he was in communication with another man. Do you know what this man's name was? Mr. McMurder for Hire. (laughs) No, his name was Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Corey Knox. A new Corey. New Corey. Yeah. Third Corey. Yeah. A man with a bad rap. Drugs. A convicted shooter is what they called it. Um, they pinged the tower showing that on July 9th, Carl had actually gone to Baton Rouge around the area where Knox lived. But after that, the traces went cold. No more cell tower pings. And when they looked into Knox, they also found that his mother owned a metallic SUV, like the one the neighbors said oh they saw my. in the driveway. What is wrong with these people? But this is all circumstantial. It is. But on January of 2013, two and a half years later, after the murder, the DA decided they were going to indict Monique and the three men. Okay, but did she get her money? Um, No. Did I not bring up David? Did we bring up David yet? No, you haven't said shit about David. 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 Oh, okay, here we are. Sorry. Okay, the three men. Monique's family found this out on the news, so they called to warn her, um, they're coming to get you. Mm. They announced they were going to charge Monique, a man named David Johnson. Okay. And, uh, I'm sorry, David was milkman. Hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay. We got so excited about the milk. Yeah, Mm. sorry. Um, So they were going to (coughs) indict Monique, David, Carl, and Corey Knox. But on March 12th, the day before the grand jury indictment, someone broke. Mm. David Johnson, milkman, called the DA asking for a deal. He came and saying, we've been having an affair since 2006. He gave all the nasty, disrespectful details, saying they even did it in their house, her house, her and Corey's house. She fell for David, even telling him one time that she just wished Corey was dead. And then she would randomly joke about it. But he, um, it, her jokes kind of stopped and it started to get a little serious. And he told her, like, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I know somebody that will. Well, then she took okay, him seriously. Okay, that's just as bad. Yep. In comes Carl's fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Carl told David that Monique was actually, like, serious about it. And she was willing to pay, do you know how much? Usually, what's the normal price that we find out that people want for a murder? $5,000. This one was surprising. $100,000. Okay. I mean, still like, not enough for me. I'm still not murdering someone for a hundred thousand dollars, but at if least you, if you listen to previous episodes, it's always five thousand. Always five thousand. Like what? Please don't do that. Don't go murdering people for five thousand dollars. Not for a hundred thousand. Oh but yeah, still. but especially not for five. 
Um, so David said that the money was supposed to come from his life insurance. So you have to kill him, and then I get the life insurance money, and then, then I'll give I'll you the life you. insurance money. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what did she do? Like, does, okay, so like if you don't pay your hitman, mm-hmm. does he like then hit you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that sounds but that's like drug like dealers, right? Two murders for free. Well, you should have got your money. I mean, I'm not hiring a hitman, <laughs> but that's like two murders for free. Like he, you know, like someone that. Really Ew, but then, like, once you get that amount of money, do you want to give away a whole 100k? No, I don't. I don't want to give away any money. <laughs> Me neither, but like <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, I don't want to give that to somebody. Well, I don't want anyone to murder my husband either. So. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so David said when he heard about Corey's murder, he went to Carl and he said, hey, did you do it? And Carl was like, no, and kind of shook his head. And then he said, yeah, I did. So David helped build the entire case. Yes. So on March 14th, the jury indicted Carl Howard, Corey Knox, and Monique Kitts, taking them into custody where Monique continued to deny any involvement. She said, I had no reason to kill my husband. He was my world. Carl Howard, <laughs> Carl Howard refused um, questioning or statements or anything. Then Knox was actually arrested later, seven days later, on March 21st. They actually had to send out the U.S. Marshals as his ass was in New Orleans trying to get money for an attorney. Also, like Carl, he didn't want to speak. <clears throat> well. Yeah. Well. So on October 20th of 2014, a year and a half later, days before their trial, he decided, Knox, he decided to talk. Oh, now I want to say something. Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Carl approached him on June of 2000, so a month before the murder, asking, hey, like, you want to make some money? He's like, yeah, I want to make some money. But then Carl was like, I need you, somebody that I know wants somebody that they know dead. And he was like, oh, hell no, not doing that. I'm sorry. I'd, I'm not going to murder someone for someone for someone. Mm-hmm. So then they just kind of let it go. Like, that was the end of that conversation. So he said, then a month later, Carl called him again. He's like, hey, I've got to go pick up this money. Can you take me over there? Something's wrong with my car. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. So he, t- he said, I took him to this house, and I sat in the car and waited for Carl to come back. He came back with a bank envelope um, with money in it. Okay. Then Carl gave Knox, like, a little bit of money for, like, driving him. Mm-hmm. And they went about their day. That was it. On October 27th was the trial for Monique and Carl. Together? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only did they have phone records, do you know how many times they called each other in in the day? In a day? Yeah. Um, Like the day before? 25. 88. I was going to say 85, and I was like, that's way too much. I really was like, 85 is way too much. I'm going to go with 25. That's a lot. (laughs) I'm going to go with 25. Okay, so Mm -hmm. um, they had the phone records with the 88 calls a day. And now they had two star witnesses. Okay. The defense was like, you're about to believe these two shady ass mofos because they're going to star witness and get themselves out of it. Like what? Right. But on July 19th, the jury decided they were both guilty on all counts. All right. Monique, second degree murder with life. Carl, second degree murder. Also conspiracy of second degree murder. Life in prison. Do you know what David Johnson got? Life? Nothing. Nothing? Freedom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hold on. Do you know what Knox got? Nothing. He got accessory to murder. Slap right? on the hand. Do you know how long he served? How long? A year. 
But he's the one that did the murdering. He's the one that took him. But he's the one that and took said him. he had nothing to do with it. But like he already. But has you a, did. Yeah, yeah, and he kept it for that long. Kept Rude. it a secret. Come on. Yeah. So you don't feel bad. You just feel bad that you got caught. Correct. So it's reported that he, she had like a full meltdown. Her family still proclaims her innocence and said they will fight until this is figured out. Corey's family celebrated um, the justice that day. First of all, they can stop fighting. It's figured out. Yeah. <laughs> like, we um, figured it out. Well, they were just ready to get closure, Corey's family. But they also said, like, we forgive Monique, but we don't forget it, right? Side note, an original investigation, so this was July 9th, right? Yes. On June 9th, police were called to their house before the murder. Police were called to their house for another burglary. Reported burglary. Okay. Like, we tried to kill him then, and it didn't go well? No. Um, she had gone to the bank and gotten out forty five hundred dollars uh-huh. and put it in the, in an envelope and put it on his nightstand beside his bed uh-huh. so they could pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it went missing. Yeah, it went missing in that bank envelope. Mm. So I don't think it went missing. I think she hid it, said it was stolen, but that was the money she was get, she gave to Carl on the day of the murder as like a here's your deposit. Right, here's your deposit. I get you the rest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so if you only pay half of the hitman, so like I need a hundred thousand and you pay forty five, like does he like fully kill you or just like maim you? I think he'll probably like pull off like fingernails and stuff first, right? I I don't I don't know. Uh, but Toe I feel nails? I feel like it you have to have more than just stuff pulled off. Like maybe that's like a I don't know. I'm hey, sure there's like a contract. Give me my money. <laughs> Written out contract signed. <laughs> yes. Blood, blood stamp. But I did that. <laughs> okay. So I got this from an episode of Snapped at 5 o'clock this morning from the westsidejournal.com, from caselaw.com, and from theadvocate.com. That was good. Right? Yeah. Sketchy McSketchers. Murder McMurderson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That was good. Thank you. Okay, well, <coughs> we're going to do, we got to end this episode. Yes, let's do it. We keep forgetting to do that lately. We're just like, okay, bye. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so don't forget to get onto iTunes and leave us a review. Yes. Any kind of review. What Any you, review. Yes. Five stars are great. You can go for four. Um, you can say that. Um, just anything. Anything. Anything yeah. you want to say. Um, go to Facebook. Like us on Facebook. It's just another MCAST because you can't put the erder in there. <laughs> um, don't forget to go to our TikTok. Just another Murdercast on TikTok. Yes, we will. If you like us, we'll like you back. Mm-hmm. And we have a website. Just another Murdercast.com. You can leave us reviews. Not reviews. Suggestions. Um, you can leave suggestions there. If we do your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out. Yes. And if you have any like creepy crime stories, please send leave them to them. us. Yes. We will read them anonymously if you want to, but we'll kind of make it like an episode thing. Yeah. Um, don't forget to share everything. Share the episodes, everything like that. Yes. Also, don't forget to visit www.patreon.com where you can sign up to get bonus episodes. You can get the merch, um, depending on what tier you're at. Yeah, shout out at the end of the episode. Thank you very much for Candy, Emily, and Amanda. Appreciate y'all. Very much. Yep. Uh, we have actually been loading our bonus episodes up. So there's yeah. some good stuff on the Patreon yeah. right now. And then I have another one that we're fixing to do. And yep. I'm so excited about this one. I'm excited. I got more excited for this one than I did for my murder. Oh, I did that one time. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So thank y'all so much. We love you. And we are on to do the next bonus episode. Okay. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.